Welcome one, welcome all to the BCP podcast. This is the open source news edition. Hope you're having a great day. Much appreciation to all of you who are supporting us if you're new around here, which wouldn't really make sense because you can't even find me unless you know about me. I am no longer on YouTube, been permanently terminated and expelled. Um, If you've watched the John Wick movies, I'm excommunicado and they're going after me and they have been for a while. But that doesn't stop us or detain us. We appreciate those of you who are supporting us by subscribing to our show on Patreon, Spotify, and Locals. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Let's get into the news, folks. Big hug uh, to all of y'all. Just want to do a follow-up for those of you that watched our BCP Unfiltered. We have two shows. Uh, We have this uh, BCP podcast, the Open Source Edition, and then we have the exclusive um, edition called BCP Unfiltered. And yesterday, episode, I broke down uh, episode 325, how President Trump appears to be grooming Byron Donalds for his VP running mate. And I didn't mention the fact that Byron Donalds is a congressman from Florida. Now, that's because I had addressed this previously, but just in case, I can't make assumptions everyone knows this. If President Trump were to pick a running mate, we learned this as we were investigating the possibility of President Trump naming DeSantis as his VP pick, which is not going to happen. President Trump can easily go to Bedminster, New Jersey, or Las Vegas, where he has property and has uh, residence, and he can just make himself a resident of that state fairly quickly and easily. And then that overcomes the issue of having President Trump being from Florida and his running mate being from Florida. So I didn't mention that for those of you that watched the previous BCP unfiltered episode from yesterday, so I just thought I'd make that additional information readily available to you. All right, let's get into Joe Biden, who actually is a real racist, folks. We have this uh, yesterday. There was a small uh, business symposium or some sort of meeting going on in the White House, And Joe Biden said to a Muslim federal judge, hush up, boy. No news on this from the left. But can you just imagine if President Trump had said the following? Hey, Judge, how are you? I don't know why you wanted the job, man. I appoint all those federal judges, but, you know, thank you for serving. I'm not kidding. You want to come and make a speech? Hush up, boy. Hush up, boy. Joe Biden told a Muslim judge, hush up, boy. And the left is fine with that because the left are the actual racists. 
this would, I mean, can you even just imagine if President Trump, even with that fun banter, I mean, obviously, there's a little bit of um, joshing and joking here. I wouldn't necessarily find it offensive. But can you imagine if Trump said that to anyone? I can't wait till we have President Trump back in the White House. I hope that we can stop this deal in 2024. We didn't stop it in 2020 and we didn't stop it in 2022. So please forgive me if I'm not 100% optimistic that we will will have President Trump in 2025, January 20th, 2025. He deserves to be there. He'll win like he did in 2020. He'll win like Kerry Lake won in 2022. But we have fake stolen elections and we're going to have to turn the tide for that to happen. I can't wait till we have President Trump. I am cautiously optimistic, though more optimistic than cautiously optimistic, that we will have President Trump back in the White House, and I can't wait. Okay, this absolutely blew my mind. The Wall Street Journal. Epstein's private calendar reveals prominent names, including CIA chief Goldman's top lawyer. So the other day, the Wall Street Journal did a whole expose on Jeffrey Epstein. Now, folks, let me tell you, that's not really, that's not really what surprised me. That the Wall Street, I mean, the Wall Street Journal had this expose. I think everyone's trying to build uh, credibility again now that Tucker Carlson is off the air at Fox or that Don Magino's off the um, air at Fox. I don't think anyone cares about the fact that, uh, except for you, and I I love you for it, that BCP is not on YouTube. I think think perhaps Wall Street Journal here is just trying to show that they are once again a credible newspaper and outlet for news. No, folks, what really surprised me What really surprised me is this, is that Jesse Waters on Fox News reported on the Wall Street Journal report about Epstein. I mean, that's that's what uh, really got my attention. That's not something I expected to see. So... Let's take a look at this. Pedophile Jeffrey Epstein was arrested. So why do we still know nothing about him? Well, we're finding out tonight some answers. The Wall Street Journal just got its hands on Jeffrey Epstein's private calendar. And it was a lot more suspicious than Brett Kavanaugh's. Epstein was meeting with the kind of people you'd think would steer clear of a convicted pedophile. Jeffrey Epstein was meeting with one of Barack Obama's top lawyers, Catherine Rumler, she met with Epstein dozens of times. Epstein even tried to set up Obama's lawyer to work for Bill Gates. How is Jeffrey Epstein a fixer between Obama's lawyer and Bill Gates? And don't forget, Bill Gates is uh, downplayed and try to deny you know any close relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Something I believe Bill Gates's wife uh, or ex-wife, I don't know if they're divorced, but they filed for divorce. Uh, Melinda uh, seems to refute as well. 
Epstein was also meeting with Joe Biden's CIA director. He wasn't CIA director at the time. He was Barack Obama's deputy secretary of state. William Burns was working for John Kerry at the State Department and meeting with Jeffrey Epstein, a known pedophile. And then Burns becomes CIA director. Huh. Today's. And who do we currently have in the. O'Biden, the third term of Barack Hussein Obama's presidency in the Biden administration. We have both Kerry and we also have Kerry. And all of these people are connected to Epstein. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. And then Burns becomes CIA director. Huh. Today's director of the CIA went to Epstein's Manhattan townhouse where Epstein had sex with underage girls and, you know, where he filmed other men having sex with underage girls. And William Burns went there and was then promoted to the director of the CIA. Now, supposedly, all of that is rumors. It is a conspiracy theory, but now you have Fox News and Jesse Waters actually talking about Epstein and his videotapes. The conspiracy theories that I was reporting on in YouTube, and uh, I had videos taken down by YouTube before they were aggressive. This is back in 20. 17, 2018, before the full-blown commie thing, we were talking about this and we were taken down for conspiracy theories. Now, this is pretty bold for Jesse Waters. Is Fox News trying to win back viewership? Are they trying to get back people into the fold? Are they going out there and saying, hey, everyone knows about Epstein now. This stuff is getting released. We better jump on it. We've lost credibility with the loss of Tucker Carlson. We need to uh, rep- uh, repent and change our ways and get people back on board. What better way to do that than to show that we're edgy and that we're on the cutting edge of what's going on and in the news. And that is to talk about Jeffrey Epstein and this recent report from the Wall Street Journal. I wonder if the future CIA director saw the portrait of Bill Clinton in a blue dress hanging in Epstein's parlor room. A few years later, Epstein was arrested and then hung himself in a jail cell while security cameras just happened to not be working and the replacement guards just happened to fall asleep. And two years later, Biden just happens to pick William Burns to run the CIA. So what are we supposed to think? Well, we're supposed to draw the conclusions that are obvious that we in the conspiracy theory in the tinfoil hat community have known for a while about Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein is a intelligent asset or he's intelligent. CIA, Mossad. That was quackery. And now we have Jesse Waters reporting on it. At Fox News, no doubt. Who would have thunk it? It's never been more clear Epstein was an intelligence asset. Not only was he working for the CIA, Israeli intelligence, maybe even Russia intelligence. So was the American government allowing an asset to traffic and molest teenage girls all over the world for intelligence? Were we allowing Epstein to commit crimes against children for blackmail material? Well, we asked the CIA director, William Burns, 
You know, why were you meeting with a convicted pedophile at his disgusting townhouse? And the CIA director said this, the director did not know anything about him other than that he was introduced as an expert in the financial services sector and offered general advice on transition to the private sector. They had no relationship. Which of course means the opposite. Okay, so intelligence guy doesn't know that there's an intelligence operative, a huge intelligence. Let's just, let, let's just say, let's back up a second. Let's say that Jeffrey Epstein's Mossad and he's blackmailing all these people. This, uh, these people are going to be in the circle of Jeffrey Epstein. He's uh, Jeffrey Epstein's very powerful man. These are very powerful players. They weren't protected. They weren't told, but they weren't told to avoid him. But they were all around him, and we're supposed to say, oh, there was no relationship. It was just tangential. It was just work. You know, it's like me. You know, I, I have a BCP family reunion. That's what I we would call the meetups. Someone comes and takes a picture of me, and then they put that thing out there. Oh, yeah, and that person turns out to be like a, 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 a killer, a serial killer. Well, they just took a picture with me, right? But that's not the case here. They're intertwined, and we're supposed to believe uh, this malarkey. We're supposed to believe that the director didn't know anything about him, which means that, in fact, the director knew everything about Epstein. We're supposed to believe that he was just introduced as an expert in the financial services and that he just gave general advice. But here is the biggest whopper. They had no relationship, which of course means the exact opposite. They had a relationship. So Obama's State Department official couldn't have asked anybody else in the entire country for help with a job in finance? He could have called any CEO, any hedge fund manager, any banking director. But he meets with Jeffrey Epstein, a guy that doesn't even really have a real business, a guy that doesn't even have a website, a guy that is, as far as we know, only had one client, the CEO of Victoria's Secret. Huh. That doesn't add up, Bernsey. And this explains the sweetheart deal back in 2006. This explains the prison cell cover-up. And this explains why all the Epstein tapes went... The prison cell cover-up? Is, uh, is Fox News actually letting Je uh, Jesse Waters draw the logical conclusion that there was a cover-up, that Jeffrey Epstein was killed, and that... Oh, the guys fell asleep that were temporary and there were no cameras at the moment. Seems to me like Fox News is fighting really hard to get their viewership back. They're fighting really, really hard. Went missing. Everything Epstein recorded, everything. Missing. Every property he owned. But when he died, the Fed seized all the tapes and the only person who's ever been arrested since then was the madam, Maxwell. Jeffrey Epstein found me almost immediately. He knew exactly where I was, the location. Um, and I knew then that I was being filmed. I was being watched 24-7. There were cameras all over the island. So the CIA has all the sex tapes and they've been blackmailing like crazy. This is the blackmail jackpot. Hours of video starring the world's most important people 
in Epstein Island and the Manhattan townhouse and the Palm Beach estate and the New Mexico ranch. Bill Clinton was good pals with Jeffrey. Flew on the Lolita Express 26 times, went to his private island. So when someone does something that doesn't make any sense, maybe it's because they don't want to be doing what they're doing. Maybe it's because someone's telling them what to do and threatening to release the tapes if they don't. Fox News, Fox News, talking about the Jeffrey Epstein honeypot blackmail and people doing things that don't make sense. Politicians, judges, law enforcement, bureaucrats. That was a surprise to say the least. All right, let's talk about Dominion voting machines. 100% fed up or effed up. Arrogant Dominion voting machines uh, machines CEO reportedly brags about getting Tucker Carlson fired, claims Dominion wants Tucker's text messages about Fox executives unredacted. What's the point now? Dominion won. Fox over two years, for, excuse me, for over two years, Fox News and voting technology company Dominion have engaged in a legal battle over alleged defamation claims that the media giant made regarding the company's technology in 2020 election. Dominion has been at the center of a number of election fraud-related controversies and has been criticized by top conservative lawmakers and conservative media, including yours truly. The trial, which was only in its beginning stages, resulted in multiple key admissions from Dominion, including that the company warned election officials of major security issues in the run-up to the 2020 presidential election. They warned of them, yet it's conspiracy theory to delve in the fact that the security issues were exploited to the detriment of the American people, which resulted in the false loss of Donald John Trump, the greatest president of my lifetime of, from being reelected, because, of course, he did legitimately win 2020 and resulted in the puppet Joe Biden being put in. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Dominion says that they're hoping all the text messages between Fox News hosts, including Tucker Carlson, that they discovered as part of their defamation lawsuit will someday become public. They're not happy with the money. They want to defame. This was a defamation lawsuit, and now they want to make sure that everyone else is defamed. It's called revenge if it was a person, but it's more than that, folks. It is calculated by these people. What they want is absolute, absolute control of the narrative by any means that they can do it. Tucker Carlson's already down and out, but they want him even more down and out. He's not down and out. He's with good spirits, but I'm saying he's he's out of Fox and he's not able to be an influential voice. They're going to try to keep him in limbo through 2024, I'm sure. Okay, let's get into Capitol Hill politics. Biden took a jab at McCarthy over debt plan during remarks for National Small Business Week. So as I showed you the clip, uh, Joe Biden hosted a small business award uh, winners from all over the country yesterday to highlight their contributions to the broader U.S. economy. And during that time, Joe Biden says, hey, you know, we took a dig at 
McCarthy and everyone else. Joe Biden is refusing to meet with McCarthy unless he also takes the risk of default off the table. Instead, Biden and his fellow Democrats are blasting Republicans over what could be deep cuts in for the middle class, in aid for the middle class, vulnerable children, veterans, and efforts to address address climate change. In the White House speech celebrating small business, Biden portrayed the House Republicans' plan as an attempt to extort spending cuts from the administration by putting the federal government at risk of default. He portrayed some of the backers of the bill as unreasonable extremists who are loyal to the Make America Great Again movement started by former President Donald Trump. Quote, we pay our bills and we should do so without reckless hostage taking from some of the MAGA Republicans in Congress. There we go. Once again, extremists. This is this is crazy. Like, I mean, I guess when you rig and steal elections, you don't have to worry about actually appealing to voters and to independents and to free thinkers and to uh, to try to win over hearts and minds and votes. You just say whatever the hell you want, villainize whoever you want, because you know that even though that would lose a fair and honest and free election, it doesn't matter because they're going to rig it in your favor. I mean, how many people in America identify themselves as MAGA? Why would you possibly want to piss off and marginalize those people, even if you don't dis- uh, uh, disagree with them? Why would you want to make it such an extreme thing? Because these truly are demonic Marxist folks. That is why. That is why. Don't get it twisted. He wants to stop the extremists, those MAGA extremists. We heard him say this back uh, in April, if you recall. He he doesn't want to negotiate on the debt limit. This is an update to the story, folks. I'm trying to just set the stage for the uh, the update. This has been the rhetoric of Joe Biden. Republicans say you're refusing to negotiate on the debt limit. You're saying you're missing an action. Well, you negotiate. They haven't figured out the debt limit yet. Are you missing an action? I'm an inflation, Mr. President. Will you meet with McCarthy? When can America meet with McCarthy, but not on whether or not the debt limit gets extended? That's not negotiable. I noticed they quote Reagan and they quote they quote Reagan all the time and they quote Trump. Both of which says it says I'm paraphrasing. It would be an absolute crime to not extend the debt limit. What, what is- so he's saying that he's not for extension of the debt limit there. But we got this news from Yellen yesterday. That Biden would be meeting with lawmakers on May 9th to discuss ways to avoid a default. One of the things that I think made this uh, more of an issue that Joe Biden uh, just uh, couldn't ignore was this. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said on Monday that the United States could run out of money to pay its bills by June 1st if Congress does not raise or suspend the debt limit, putting pressure on Biden and lawmakers to reach a swift agreement to avoid defaulting on the nation's debt. The more precise warning over the United States could hit the so-called X date, dramatically, which dramatically reduces the projected amount of time lawmakers have to reach a deal before the government runs out of money to pay all of its bills on time. 
We're supposed to give money and trust a government that repeatedly can't pay its bills, can't manage its money, but they're supposed to know better than us and take our tax money. It just it this just defies logic. Socialism and Marxism just defies logic. It's all based on emotion, propaganda, hate, and evil. So, because the U.S. made a fall on June 1st without dead ceiling hike, Biden and McCarthy have now agreed to meet. All right. Let's get to Trump news. Trump's motion for mistrial and battery case is denied as questioning of E. Jean Carroll concludes. CNN reporting yesterday. A federal judge overseeing a civil battery and defamation trial involving Donald Trump has denied the former president's motion for a mistrial. The ruling came before E. Jean Carroll, the columnist who sued Trump again, took the stand for cross-examination in a session that included questions about the TV show Law & Order SVU episode and Trump's former program, The Apprentice. Trump had argued that Judge Lewis Kaplan had made pervasive, unfair, and preju- prejudicial uh, rulings against him. In a letter filed overnight Monday, his attorneys Joe Takapina said alternatively he, would, alternatively he would ask Kaplan to correct the record for each and every instance in which the court has mischaracterized the facts of this case to the jury or provide him greater leeway in cross-examining Carol. I mean, really, what we can do here, folks, is we can actually tie this back. We can tie this back to what we heard Jesse Waters say a, a few moments ago. That when people say and do things that don't make sense, maybe it's because Jeffrey Epstein or the CIA or Mossad has uh, them having sex with children. Folks, everything else that they used to do to blackmail people doesn't work. So you're a homosexual, who cares? You're bisexual, who cares? You're having an affairs with your wife, who cares? That's not news anymore. You have, you have a love child, who cares? You're in bed with China, who cares? You like uh, wearing women's panties? And you're a drag queen? Who cares? Actually, we're going to celebrate all of the previously mentioned things I talked about. Ah, but if you're a pedophile, that is still and always will be. Don't get me wrong, folks. Pedophile will always, pedophilia will always be wrong. Raping children will always be wrong. But even for the sick leftist people, that's still, for many people, a bridge too far, though though that, that bridge, um, I, I mess up my idiomatic expressions here, I apologize. That is still too far for even people who are hardcore leftist Marxists, at least for the time being. So that is the last thing that they can still hold over people. And that's why you see these wacky rulings like we're seeing here. He, he, he is obviously biased. How, how is a judge not going to think he's going to get a mistrial if the judge is, is biased? Oh, that's because the whole system is rigged. They're all, they're all porking kids. They're all raping kids. They're all having these sick orgies. They're all being recorded. They're all... Okay, let me not be so emphatic in saying all. There's 
many of them, maybe even most, who are compromised in one shape, uh, form, or fashion. And they control that. And as Sybil, the FBI person, uh, revealed years ago, decades ago now, they recruit these compromised judges so they can control them. It's not that they find about it later and they blackmail them. We're not going to release this information. No, they actually promote them because they know that they control them. And that is where uh, we are with the Trump trial. Trump not getting any breaks. Here, despite... The fact that trial testimony has been underway for only two days, the proceedings are already replete with numerous examples of defendants' unfair treatment by the court, most of which has been witnessed by the jury. But his motion for mistrial has been denied. Of course, we wouldn't expect President Trump to actually get any justice now, would we? Okay, folks, check this out. CNN former President Donald Trump will participate in a CNN presidential town hall next week. The former president will take questions from New Hampshire Republicans and undeclared voters who do plan to vote in the 2024 GOP presidential primary. CNN This Morning anchor Caitlin Collins will moderate the May 10th town hall at St. Anselm College at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Stay with CNN News Central. That's right, folks. We went from CNN reporting on the Miss justice against President Trump in the current Eugene Carroll trial to finding out that President Trump is going to be having a town hall with said CNN. And what is that? I think uh, Politico hit it out the park when they said Trump to sit down with CNN an implicit dig at Fox. All things being equal, this all things being rational, not equal, all things being rational, Trump would have had this event or would have agreed to an event or would have had something like this at Fox News, not CNN. Now, if things were my way, it would be at an open, it would be at a open source news. <laughs> it would be at OAN or Newsmax. But even so, Fox, if they would have, I mean, imagine how well Fox would be doing if they didn't kowtow to Dominion, if they had uh, not support Trump, just not hate Trump. Okay, let's turn over to media matters here, folks. Tucker Carlson's slammed Fox Nation in behind-the-scenes video. This is something that Media Matters has gotten a hold of. Tucker Carlson headlined Fox News Nation's streaming service in the years leading up to his sudden firing from the network. But a behind-the-scenes video obtained by Media Matters shows him lashing out at Fox for the service's unbelievable failings, apparently while doing some image rehab for misogynistic social media influencer Andrew Tate. Now, before we get into that, uh, let me tell you what what, uh, Tucker Carlson thinks of Media Matters. So we've got Media Matters with these Fox leaks. And this is what um, what Tucker Carlson thinks of this. I'm putting a warning, contains strong language and gestures. 
this is what you can see for yourself. This is how Tucker Carlson feels. You wouldn't? Okay. I'm not, you know what? I'm not qualified on that score, I will say. I thought his girlfriend was kind of yummy. Just kidding. Just kidding. Cases is being pulled off the bird. Yeah, the bird. Hey, media matters for America. Go fuck yourself. That's the first thing I want to say tonight. Second thing is, totally kidding. I don't even know what his girlfriend looks like. And if I did, I would not find her yummy. You wouldn't? Okay. I'm not, you know what? I'm not qualified on that score. I'm so after describing an unnamed woman to someone off camera as yummy, Carlson says, just kidding. In case this is being peeled off the bird, hey, Media Matters for America, go pound sand. Go pound sand. Got to admit that uh, Media Matters, which is a very evil organization, which, by the way, has connections back to Mr. I Love Children of, what was it, uh, Comet Ping Pong Pizza. If you guys haven't gone down that rabbit hole, a lot of the stuff they told you about that, that they used to debunk it because it was false stuff. Let me know if someone wants me to revisit Pizzagate. Some of you may not even know what I'm talking about. Let me know in the comment section down below. On Patreon, Spotify, Locals. This particular episode will also be on Rumble. So on the Rumble comments, let me know if you want me to revisit and really debunk Pizzagate. Because there was a lot of false information in Pizzagate. But it's not false information that there are elitists in D.C. having sex with children. Jeffrey Epstein wasn't the only person supplying and compromising powerful people. It'd be silly to think so. And some of you probably have no idea of what I'm talking about. You have no idea about Aliphantus, his connection, his ex-lover being the founder of Media Matters. But you see how it's all connected with these sick pedophile people. And they want to call Marjorie Taylor Greene and myself and others because we're conspiracy theorists because we actually talk about the fact that DC is full of pedophile pervert bastards. Okay, so th this, is, this is what the crux of what Media Matters is talking about. Tucker Carlson poo-pooing on... Fox Nation, the app. He'd rather be on YouTube. It doesn't work very well, etc. Fox Nation, which I don't think that many people watch anyway. Um, we're gonna uh, because I, 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 you know, I'm like a representative of the American media now, speaking to an exile in Romania and welcoming him back into the brotherhood of journalists. I mean, this is airing on the nighttime show, and I want it to look official. I don't want it to be like bro talk. And I, and I. So what this apparently is, they're trying to get like Andrew Tate on the show and it it uh, it was going to be uh, like on the Turco Carlson uh, Today show, which is more casual. If you ever watched the show, uh, don't watch it now. 
Um, I I I actually paid, I don't know, for several years, a subscription to Fox Nation. Never used it except uh, occasionally would go and watch the Tucker Carlson Today Show. That's a little bit more casual. So this banter is about having Andrew Tate, the misogynist, come on the show and they're going back and forth about, you know, he wants to put this on the night show. So he doesn't want to be like bro talk. He wants it to be more elevated. He doesn't think very highly, uh, high. He didn't think very highly of the Fox Nation app and, and, and programming and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the majority of it, like if we go like 45 minutes, it's going to be for Fox Nation. But nobody's going to watch it on Fox Nation. Nobody watches Fox Nation because the site sucks. So I. <laughs> no, yeah, we're going to have Andrew Tate on, but don't worry about the Fox Nation. No one watches it because the site sucks. So we're really going to want to put. Uh, a good portion or the important parts of this on actual Fox News is what Tucker is essentially saying in, in this Fox leak clip courtesy, uh, courtesy of the demons and the demon possessed over at Media Matters. That guy's whatever his name is, like they're ignoring the fact that the site doesn't work. I know, but well, I, Lifetime movies, but they don't they don't work on the infrastructure of the site. Hard to use that site. I don't know why they're not they like to just put the dump the whole thing on YouTube. Um, but anybody watches Fox Nation because the site sucks. So I'd really like to just put the dump the whole thing on YouTube. Um, but anyway, that's just my view. Um, uh, I'm just frustrated with the, uh, it, it's hard to use that site. I don't know why they're not fixing it. It's driving me insane. And they're like making like lifetime movies, but they don't, they don't work on the infrastructure of the site. Like what? It's crazy, and it drives me crazy because it's like we're doing all this extra work and no one can find it. It's unbelievable, actually. I don't know who runs that site. We're going to play a sizable chunk on the show tomorrow night. That's the plan. And then what it's going to do is drive a lot of people to watch this on Fox Nation. It's going to be a great help to what we're doing over there on TV today. I know, but we're doing our part. We're like working like animals to produce all this content, and the people in charge of it whoever that guy's, whatever his name is, like they're ignoring the fact that the site doesn't work. And it, it's, I think it's like a betrayal of our efforts. That's how I feel. So I, of course I resent it. Of course I resent it. And they resented Tucker. And that is why he is no longer on said Fox News channel. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, continuing a little bit uh, before we get off of Tucker Carlson, we've got Joe Biden at the ridiculous White House uh, press dinner saying the following and even getting ooze and like, just listen to this. This is uh, a little bit on the ridiculous side. The correspondence dinner, so I'm referring to. Well, the truth is, we really have a record to be proud of. Vaccinated the nation, transformed the economy, earned historic legislative victories and midterm results, but the job isn't finished. I mean, it is finished for Tucker Carlson. What are you wooing about like that? Like, you think that's not reasonable? Give me a break. Just give me a break. Look, like I often say, well, the truth is, we really... 
Marxists love and celebrate censorship. How did Kamala Harris, of all the people they could have had as Vice President Kamala Harris, so universally unliked? Anyway, destroying the economy, but it's not over, but it is over for Tucker Carlson. Hmm. By the way, Carney on Cudlow, not much to say here, but I just wanted to mention that uh, I do like what these folks over on his show have to say. And uh, there's going to be more bank failures. It, 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 this obvious is going to be more bank failures. First Republic won't be the last bank to fail, Breitbart economist John Carney warned Fox Business host Larry Kudlow. All the banks that expanded their balance sheets extreme, extremely large during our zero percent era are now running into big problems. The Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary told Cudlow that the failure of the First Republic Bank was due to idiot banking management, and now the shareholders of J.P. Morgan Chase, which agreed to assume the failed bank's deposits and assets, are stuck eating this. And of course, when you see something like, why would J.P. Morgan Chase or any other banks take on these failed banks? It's because they're getting a sweetheart deal. They're getting guarantees from the government too big to fail. So if you have your money at J.P. Morgan Chase, I wouldn't worry. I mean, I don't take this gospel. What I'm saying is if you have money there, they're probably one of the favorite banks that are going to be covered no matter what. Okay, flashback, 2019. Joe Biden, about his son and his love child. This meeting, this meeting, I'm wondering if you have a comment on this report and court filing out of Arkansas that your son Hunter just made you a grandfather. No, that's a private matter. I have no comment. But only you would ask that. You're a good man. You're a good man. Thank you guys. This is all Joe Biden getting mad at people asking him in 2019 about Hunter's Biden's love child. No, you're the uh, obviously Joe Biden being uh, being sarcastic there, telling the guy, "Oh, you're classy," because he doesn't think the man is classy. Joe Biden, a real sick, nasty individual. Well, here you go. Here you go, Joe Biden. There's your granddaughter and her mother, a former stripper. That's what you're missing out on. Not not the stripper, but the grandchild. Hunter Biden ripped by judge for concealing his money in baby mama showdown. The Arkansas judge overseeing the Hunter Biden's long-running child support battle with his baby mama chastised the first son's lawyers yesterday for being stingy with his financial data. John Holly Meyer rebuked the 53-year-old's legal team during the two-hour proceeding, saying they wrongfully concealed details of the filings that they had already submitted for the court as part of the ongoing legal saga. The ability to redact is somewhat being abused, the judge told Hunter's attorneys, before ordering them to refile some of those papers. It wasn't immediately clear exactly what financial information was included in the filings. Hunter Biden appeared in Batesville court 
as he seeks to reduce his monthly payments for the four-year-old daughter he fathered with ex-stripper London Roberts. This is She's getting $20,000 per month. I mean, this is over $20,000 per month. Does it take $20,000 per month to raise a child in Arkansas? Probably not. The Biden was required to hand over documents detailing his money situation after he, he, after he reopened his paternity case last September to try to reduce the $20,000 per month remittance. You should be responsible for your children. At the same time, now I'm not going to get into that uh, uh, in here. That's a whole other discussion. Let's just say that I think that fathers often get hosed for... Uh, the, the women have all the rights in custody and divorce and all the things. I'm not talking about the Hunter Biden case, folks. I'm talking about as a generality. That Let me just say that. I won't say any more on that. So Meyer yesterday ordered Hunter to answer additional questions about his money, including investments, his art sales, and other financial transactions. Now, what's, what the judge wants to know is, for instance, he wants information on the art, but of course, that's all being hidden. We've had enough of Hunter Biden. But what I found interesting is that a person yelled out to him uh, this question. Uh, we have the uh, we have the clip here, but the the audio is, is really low. Hunter, wasn't that laptop? Is, is it, any of your art money going towards your daughter? These are questions being yelled out to him as he's leaving yesterday. But the good question was this one. <laughs> is your dad doing a disservice for not recognizing his grandchild? He won't recognize the grandchild. All right. Marjorie Taylor Greene has something to say about Hunter Biden as well. More than one thing, actually. <laughs> Let's get into this. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Here's what I found out this week. There is a website, you may or may not have heard about it, called Pornhub. It is a disgusting porn website. As a matter of fact, it should be illegal. I can't even, I don't even know why it exists. But Hunter Biden used to have multiple accounts on this Pornhub pornography sex website. And these aren't accounts where he could go watch pornography. These are accounts where he posted his sex videos, like the ones that are on the Hunter Biden laptop. This week, I found out, you want to know what? He still has an account on Pornhub where his videos are posted. It is still live and active. This is the son of the President of the United States. Hunter Biden is the most disgusting, vile, embarrassment, piece of trash, and that is what is a reflection on our country. And they attacked President Trump and his family? I don't care how people vote. Republican, Democrat, Independent, non-political, whatever. That fact right there should be so offensive 
to every single American that we do something about it. I am very serious when I say we have to impeach Joe Biden because he is corrupt. He is corrupt and we do have to impeach him. But not because of his son has a porn account, but because he stole the election. He is beholden to China, Obama, and Soros. He is destroying the country. He isn't enforcing the border. But the biggest reason really simply is he's not the real president. I mean, he really is functioning as a president, but he stole his way there. And he's also endangering the world. Axios, a war between the U.S. and China over Taiwan would be a nightmare scenario for America's allies in the Pacific, but it's becoming increasingly clear what roles they might play if one breaks out. Emmanuel Macron, French president last month, said that Europe should not get caught up in crises that are not ours, and we're going to go about this alone if it happens. Now, we have no formal commitment to defend Taiwan, but just like in the case of Ukraine, the fake President Biden has said that we will intervene. So, our allies are preparing for a possibility of war with China over Taiwan. What's driving this news? Okay, folks, I'm going to tell you. My favorite left-of-center news site probably is, is Axios. Just love their, their coverage and how they format it. They tell you the facts. They give you the big picture. They give you a 20,000-foot view. And then they focus in. I just like how the, this, the, the bullet point way of them re- reporting the news. I will be honest with you. If and when, more of a when, not an if, I get my own news site going. I'm going to copy this format. Everyone, everyone wants the news like this nowadays, they just want it bam, bam, bam. They give you bullet points, they give you the facts, and then they give you a little more of the meaty, uh, the, the meaty there. You'd think this was, uh, this was a sponsored ad uh, for Axios or not, but when it comes to, to the left of center, you got to give credit where credit is due, and I, I want to give credit to Axios and how they report the news. But what's driving the news is that Philippine President Marcos visited the White House And all of this having to do with the war games. As U.S. and Filipino forces rehearsed for potential conflict with China, Chinese Foreign Minister Gang visited Manila and urged the Philippines, a U.S. treaty ally that moved closer to Beijing under Marcos's predecessor, against picking sides. For the first time, uh, okay, so uh, President Marcos visited the White House shortly after the largest ever version of annual U.S.-Philippines military drills. And for the first time, it focused on securing the 70-mile wild channel between the Philippines' northern islands and Taiwan. So things are heating up. Things are heating up. And not just across the sea, but to our country, to our south, with Title 42 going away. Title 42, a Trump air program forcing migrants seeking asylum to remain in Mexico is expiring in a week or so. Illegal immigrants are already lining up 
to come through. Currently, there's 1.2 million gotaways in the country. Five million uh, illegals have crossed the border since Joe came in. It's out of control. And I've seen reports anywhere from hundreds of thousands to uh, millions already at the border, not just with Mexico, but across the U.S.-Mexico border. I mean, not just in Texas, but throughout the U.S.-Mexican border, ready for Title 42 to go away. But if you have this weird idea that we have a border crisis and that it's worse under Joe Biden because he's inviting them in, then you obviously haven't heard what John, uh, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre had to say yesterday on it. You just aren't informed about what's really going on. He has tools that he's used to, to make sure that we do this. We actually deal with the immigration system in a humane way. Uh, and in a, in a way that is uh, uh, that actually deals with what we're seeing at the border. And that's why you've seen the parolee program be so successful. Uh, it has, it has, um, it has uh, uh, when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than 90%. And that's because of this act, the actions that this president has taken. Well, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Did I just hear that correctly? Uh, it has, it has, um, it has. Uh, uh, when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than ninety percent, and that's because of this act. Illegal immigration has come down more than ninety percent, folks. This is what evil looks like. This is what fork-tongued daughters and sons of Satan, the father of lies, Lucifer, they just lie with facility. Now, of course, obviously, this is I'm James, the black sort of patriot. We're not talking about her being black or a woman. We're talking about her being a human doing the bidding of Satan. Our common foe and enemy of all mankind. Yeah, it's down 90%. Okay, folks, this is a heartbreaking story for me. A Des Moines woman was sentenced yesterday to five months in prison for being in the Capitol. Okay, this was reported uh, yesterday by the Des Moines Register because she's a, a person, uh, they're local to them. A Des Moines woman was sentenced to five months in prison for her involvement. She walked peacefully into the Capitol, that's all she did, and she got five months. Absolutely disgusting, uh, her and uh, her son. Deborah Sandoval, 56, was arrested in February. They arrested her very quickly just for walking in the Capitol. The whole thing was a setup. Along with her son, Salvador Sandoval Jr. You can't have Latinos out there supporting Trump. Both traveled to D.C. for the January 6th rally organized by supporters of President Trump. That's a lie. Well, the rally, yeah, no, sorry. The the rally was organized by supporters. I, I apologize. And were part of the mob that broke through police lines and stormed the Capitol. That's a lie. Part of the mob? People that were saw the doors were open and meandered in with police presence allowing them to walk through the Capitol. On the day her trial was scheduled to start in December, Deborah Sandoval instead pleaded guilty to a single charge of entering a restricted building. Okay. Seems reasonable. It's a misdemeanor. Nope. According to court filing, she admitted that prior to January 6th, she went to Facebook messages and said the electors don't elect we were forced into a civil war so because she made comments on facebook prior to going they threw the book at her and she's getting a worse punishment than what she deserves for simply walking 
through the Capitol. Once in D.C., she traveled from the rally to the Capitol, entering through a door that had already been forced open. She didn't force it open. It was already open. Another rioter captured a video of Sandoval shouting, Get her ass out of here, referring to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi Sandoval remained in the building for about 24 minutes. So, she's getting, I don't know, what, five a month for every five months or so that she's in there for simply walking around being peaceful. Now, other charges were dropped because of the plea deal, but this is what they wanted. After a two-day trial in December, Salvador... Uh, Salvador Sandoval Jr., her, her, her son, was found guilty on 12 counts. Civil disorder, assaulting, resisting, yada, yada, yada. Grandmother, or mother here, 56-year-old mother, five months in prison for simply walking through open doors to the people's capital. It's ours. It's our capital. Okay, another U.S., uh, another balloon. The U.S. military is supposedly tracking a mysterious balloon that flew over America's soil, but it's not clear what it is or whom it belongs to, according to three U.S. officials. I only mention this story because this may be the new shiny object that they're going to woo us with to distract us from other news. All of a sudden, we have another spy balloon. Just mentioning it, folks. Just be aware if this becomes a new distraction. Now let's talk about Trump. It always feels nicer and more fun to talk about Trump. Trump is in Scotland to open a golf course. He's in Scotland and he's on his trip to Scotland and Ireland. Look how he was received. I'm sorry, folks. Even President Trump just going traveling for business is more newsworthy and more exciting to cover than all of this sad, disgusting, depressing, dross, glum, dopey news having to do with the disgusting Bidens. President Trump has touched down in Scotland where he is set to open up a new golf course Trump arrived in Scotland and was greeted in a royal manner by several bagpipers. According to CBS, after taking uh, walking down the red carpet, President Trump sh- uh, shared, it's great to be home before entering his vehicle. He truthed out, we will be in Scotland and Ireland soon in order to inspect my great properties there. The golf courses and hotels are among the greatest in the world. Always, always the promoter President Trump is. We'll be meeting with many wonderful friends, cutting a ribbon for a new spectacular second course in Aberdeen. Very excited, despite the fact that it is make America great again that is on my mind. In fact, America will be greater than ever before. So even when he is taking care of business, he's thinking about America and Americans. All right, now I want to end with this, folks. Once again, If you watched my previous episode of BCP Unfiltered, available on Patreon, uh, Spotify, 
and locals. I had some coverage about the transgender madness. And I ended with a crazy story uh, about transgenderism on that uh, on yesterday's episode, number 325. It's actually more than episode number 325. We've done more than that. It's our third season, and we average about 200 episodes a year. If you want to have access to it, please support us monetarily, and then you'll have access to all our programming over at Patreon, Spotify, and Locals. For those of you that may be watching this on someone else's account, and we're, we're probably going to put this one up on Rumble. Please support me. Please, We're a family operation, folks. It's myself and my children. So support us. But in uh, episode 325, which is actually season 3, episode 25, and like I said, we do about 200 episodes. I don't know the actual count, but this is probably like episode 400 and something. Episode 325, we had a, a very good transgender story, I thought, to end the uh, to end the episode. So I'm going to end this episode something similar, but this is a new craziness. Fox News a couple days ago, from transgendered to transabled, now people are choosing to identify as handicapped. With some body integrity, identity disorder, even desire amputation or other impairment, this is mental illness. A transabled woman who blinded herself went on Dr. Phil a few years ago. She explained that she should have been born blind and is happier now. craziness and then this one the new trans trend transabled this woman is pretending to be paralyzed and confined to a wheelchair for attention Ali London Ali London uh, tweets out a lot of information about this madness Chloe Jennings White spends her days confined to a wheelchair it's tough to get around and she struggles with living in a world that isn't built for the disabled However, Chloe is actually able to walk perfectly. She chooses to live her life like a paraplegic <laughs> due to a rare psychological disorder. Yes. AID. Yes. A psychological disorder. Despite wishing she was paralyzed, Chloe still takes part in extreme sports like skiing. BIID has led Chloe, a Cambridge University educated research scientist, to harm herself in a bid to become paraplegic for real. Chloe Jennings White. Coming soon, she will be able to compete in the Special Olympics, the Paraplegic Olympics, whatever, because she identifies as transabled. What a sick, weird world we live in, folks. Thanks for being here uh, with me on the BCP report. Please support us over at Patreon, Spotify, and Locals. And that gives you access to our other show, BCP Unfiltered. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye, God bless. And thank you for following me here. Make sure that you let everyone know that BCP is alive and well and kicking and still doing daily shows, just not on ScrewTube. <laughs>